Happy Tuesday, and you are listening to Let's Talk About It. I am Dawn Sanchez. Happy March to you. It was one year ago today, ladies and gentlemen, that the world was shut down. Did you hear what I said? That the whole world was shut down. That God put us in a Holy Ghost time out. He put us on pause. Every single person in the world was shut down from kings and queens to paupers and nomads, whether you were in Hollywood or the common man, whether you were a CEO or the trash man, you were put on pause. You were shut down. You were at a complete halt. As people talked about, it was just the flu. And now that scientists and epidemiologists have been put into play, now we know that it wasn't flu at all, but it was a remnant and a variation of SARS. Which, ladies and gentlemen, if you know anything about that, that is certainly not the flu. As we continue on with the pandemic and as other variants come into play, there are still people that don't understand. Maybe they wish not to. Maybe they're in religion. Certainly they're in religion as I look at the world today. I see people worshiping flesh and blood as I see people worshiping idols we are clearly clearly they are in religion and not relationship did you find out that you were in relationship or religion If you are listening to the sound of my voice today, you are blessed. God has kept you. God has protected you. And I pray that he has kept and protect your family. I am talking about relationship versus religion. And I gave you examples of what religion looked like. And I started on what the relationship looked like. And I started talking about the good shepherd, how When the sheep hears the good shepherd's voice, they will follow him and a stranger they will not follow. And I just wanted to take it a step further because we're talking about animals. We're talking about sheep and the good shepherd. But are we? Actually, in that verse, God is really talking about us. Yes, see, if you don't know anything about sheep, they're actually not too smart of an animal. If they are scared or startled, they would just run and keep running. I have actually seen sheep run off a cliff. That's why they need a good shepherd to make sure to keep them from hurt, harm, or danger, seen and unseen. So just in case you did not get that particular scripture because they're talking about sheep and a good shepherd. I'm going to give you the scripture that God gave me to give you. And it's so funny as I was looking into finding scripture about the relationship between God and Adam, it was actually very funny, not haha funny, but interesting to see that the scriptures that I pulled up was not necessarily about the relationship before the fall. 
It was the relationship after the fall. There were many scriptures about after the fall, the relationship between God and Adam and Eve. It was almost like they wanted to emphasize and, and, and blow up the mistake that separated us from God. But if you know anything about your Bibles, when he went to the cross, we were no longer separated. That we are able to communicate to him anytime we get ready to. So I found it interestingly funny that when I was looking for scripture that talked about the relationship between God and Adam before the fall, there were a few. But I found one anyway. And I thank the Holy Spirit for giving me this scripture. So once again, before we get started, I will pray over this podcast. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on this podcast. Lord, I ask right now that you will touch the people who are hearing it. Lord, I ask that everybody will hear you and not me. I pray those people that, let's say, have not been connected or for whatever reason have not been immersed in your word, that this word will somehow penetrate their heart, that they may get something from it, that they may share it with friends and family, that they may have a closer relationship in you. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for this word and for this understanding. In Jesus' name, Amen. So now I'm going to go to Genesis chapter 2. And I'm actually going to go to verse 10. Genesis 2 and 10. And I'm kind of reading because I've all I've read this before, but I really want to get and paint a picture for you because we are in the garden and we know that God made the plants and the shrubs and he put all these things together in his rightful place. And I really want to paint a picture. So verse 10 says this, a river watering the garden flowed from Eden. From there, it was separated into four heads of water. And then to give you the names, I'm not going to go through all of that. I just want to paint you a picture because he named these four bodies of water and what the meaning was. So if you read Genesis 10, Genesis chapter 2, verse 10 through 14, it goes through the names of these bodies of water that he named and put into place. Now, verses 15 says this. Here we go with the relationship between God and Adam. The Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work and to take care of it. And the Lord commanded the man, 
you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. But you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For if you eat this, you will surely die. Right? We all know this. So he spoke to Adam. You know, it's it's funny because we talk about how maybe they spoke. Maybe they spoke tele, telekinetically. Or maybe he spoke just like you talk to someone on the phone. But he spoke to him. So he trusted this man called Adam to take care of his garden. These things that he so preciously put into place, patiently put into place with tenacity and being particular about how he put things into place and named them and gave them particular names and given them the meaning of the names. Now it says in verse 19, now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all of the wild animals, all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whenever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all living stock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. Let me read that again. Verse 19. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man which was Adam, to see what he would name them. And when, and whatever the man called these living creatures, that was the name. So the man, so Adam, gave names to all living stock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. I'm going to stop right there because that shows relationship between him and God. I know you're thinking, well, how so? He trusted this man to, first of all, take care of his garden. Something he took time, precious time to put together. And he allowed the man Adam to name every beast, every livestock, every bird, and every wild animal that we know in the world today. He allowed Adam to call a canary a canary, a canine a dog an elephant, an elephant. Maybe you want to go back into prehistoric times, a woolly mammoth. He allowed Adam to name it, to name it. And the Bible says, and whatever Adam said it was, so shall it be. 
God didn't correct it. God didn't say, well, that's not a dog. That's actually a cat, Adam. He trusted Adam so much so that he gave him power in this garden. Gave him rules. Said, you know what? You can do anything, but just don't eat that particular fruit. He made him in charge. It made him feel good. That's why God said he is the head. The men are heads and not the tail. Because he put him in charge. And women, don't get me wrong. I know you're saying, well, I can be in charge and I own a business and I... And I'm a CEO. Of course you are. As human beings, God made us the head and not the tail. We are supposed to have great knowledge. So much so that we are able to name animals. To a certain degree, we still have that today as scientists names, certain atoms that they find and hosts that they find in water. God has given them that knowledge to name it, to claim it, to even put it in a category. Adam had a relationship with God. He walked with him and he talked with him in this garden. And even though Like I said earlier, it seemed to be an emphasis on after the fall. As I dug in deeper, if you notice that even after they ate from the fruit, they still was able to hear God's voice. (laughs) Did you catch that? Even after they sinned, even after, After they fail, they still were able to hear God's voice. That right there is getting ready to deliver somebody. Even though they hid, they were still able to hear God walking in the garden, looking for them. When God called them and said, where are you? He said, we're hiding. Why are you hiding, Adam? Because we are naked. Who told you you were naked? There was still a communication. There was still a relationship even after they fell. My God. We have been taught that if we sin, that if we fall, God won't hear us. That we won't hear him. That we are blinded. That we are deaf. But right here in this scripture, it shows that Adam, even after the fall, heard his voice and they recognized it. Even Eve recognized that the serpent wasn't God. And even when God gave them their penalties, he told them what to do how to cover themselves, how to eat them, how to eat for themselves, how to hunt. We have been taught all these years that God 
won't take care of us and God won't bless us if we fall. If we get out of his will. True enough. It made the relationship just a little bit problematic. But it wasn't impossible. It wasn't impossible. They still was able to hear from God. Even as they walked out of the Garden of Eden, their beautiful place that God had made for them. I'm pretty sure they felt shame. I'm pretty sure they felt like that they wasn't worth anything. But God kept them hundreds of years after the fall. I'm here to let you know today that even if you fall and you love the Lord and you still are in communication with him, he will never leave you nor forsake you. Even in your fall, he will make provisions for you. (laughs) God made provisions for Adam and Eve. He told them how to hide their nakedness. And yes, it was through a sacrifice. The first death on the scene to kill an animal in order to cover themselves. In order to eat. I'm pretty sure they had to take a tree limb and make it into a rod and a staff in order to fight serpents and scorpions as they were cast out of the Garden of Eden. Because see, before that time, they spoke with the animals. They were in communion with God. They were in a deeper relationship with the Lord. And so therefore, the animals didn't fear them and they did not fear God. And so... God still made provisions for them. Even after the fall. That's what relationship with God looks like. That's what true love looks like. That's what the relationship with God looks like. Good and bad. Positive of not. Doing the right thing or falling. If you are in relationship with the Lord. And when you and when he calls you, you answer. He will talk to you. And he will help you on your way. I pray that these words bless you today. And keep you. That is it for me. I am Dawn Sanchez. And you are listening to Let's Talk About It. Have a blessed day.